And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 105 today. Week three preview of the summer season. Your host, TJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, my father, Tommy Savaro. Kurtzman, how are we doing today, brother? Good. Nice week off. Ready to get into these games. Excited to play on Sunday. Um, a lot of teams still looking to get that first win. And teams just trying to get rolling. So I think this is going to be a big week for the league. You're going to see some teams maybe come in fully healthy, maybe fully attendance. Um, should be an exciting week. Dad, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, it's been a while since we talked. Uh, at my age, it's tough to remember the stuff that happened yesterday. So it's going to be tough to recall what happened two weeks ago. Uh, we're not doing the we're not doing the recap though. So you got a preview. You get to pick teams in this ah, in this one. We're not gonna talk you, about any of the... No, we already did it. We did seven podcasts last year since the last time you've been on. Oh, that ain't right. That ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. He says. Right. People people look forward to what I have to say. Anything uh, we have to get into before we start the pod, Kurtzman? Um. No. Just be ready to play. Uh, trash, obviously, in the trash can, and let's have another good day of football. The weather's supposed to be nice, so. Um, should be exciting. All right. Back at the Rebels field at 9 a.m. Sunday. Let's go with the week three, 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. Uh, slate here. Let's start off with the Packers against the Oilers. The Joe Pep, the Joe Pip led Packers against the Jurok led Oilers. Kurtzman, how are you feeling about this game? Um, this game could get ugly. Wow. Uh, we, still we still haven't seen the Packers at full strength. Uh, Chase James, second-round pick, and Isaiah Cope's fourth-round pick have not played yet this season, so hopefully they're there to give uh, Joey a different dynamic offensively and to, uh, a better way to scheme defensively. They got their hands cut out for them. Now the Oilers are one of the best teams in the league right now, um, clicking on all cylinders on offense, being big playmakers on defense. Um, I think X has had a, a big season defensively thus far. Jarrock has been amazing MVP going for that MVP. He's definitely in consideration through two weeks. Um, I think the, the Oilers just are team speed is just insane. And they're going to have to try to match that. Pip's going to have to be a monster on both sides of the ball. Hughes is going to have to play a big role. Chase is going to have to be dominant. The Packers are going to have to get a complete game out of everyone to keep this game close and give themselves a chance to win late. Dad, uh, this is uh... – Christians versus the Lions. It's going to be a bloodbath. Don't trust that uh, this Packer team could keep up with the Oilers. Uh, I, I just don't see it. I haven't seen good quarterback play yet. I haven't seen their full team yet. And what makes me think they're going to show up and play against one of the better teams in the league right now? Um, I guess that's the consensus on this game. Uh, we don't really – we still don't know a lot about the Packers. Like you said, Kurtzman, missing your second and fourth round pick. We talked about it on the recap pod. Um, I'm out until proven otherwise. Until you know, until 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 they show up and they win a big game, um, I think everyone has the Oilers probably at the number two spot right now in the power rankings. They would have, uh, you know, they would probably be the best team behind the Rams. Some may even have them ahead of the Rams. Um, I just think that it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for Pip to go out there and win this game. I think Jarok's probably gonna go off. Um, they're gonna be ready to play. They're hyped. They're looking to get to three and zero. They're looking for. Uh, they're looking to continue to dominate. They've looked great. They they're not a team that plays with their food either. Like they go out and they get it. So um, you said this one might get er ugly, Kurtzman. I asked you last week about the uh, Rams game against Tommy's team. Um, what would you put the spread at this one at? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep doing that. 
What's, this, um, what's your, nah, what's, your what's your spread? No, no. Um, I do think it could get ugly. Well, I think, the, you think Tigers, he... the Tigers have an advantage on the offensive line. You they think 21 and a half? Oh, my God. Shut up. Yeah. No, I think they have a, they have an advantage on the offensive line. They should be able to give Pip time, but Pip needs to play more freely with his mind, just allow himself to play the game, take the yards when he can get them. Um, we went to the field this past weekend and threw a little bit. So um, I think he feels a little more confident throwing, hopefully. Um, he needs to be decisive and quick, and they need to not turn the ball over. Um, I don't think Pip turned the ball over last week in his quarterback debut, which is a good sign. He kept the ball on the ground, ran a bunch, but he needs to just continue to do that, not turn the ball over and give his guy – let his guys make the plays for him. I know we talk about that a lot in the podcast, but um, if they're going to win – they need a complete game out of most of their team. Um, I guess I'll start with the picks. I'm taking the Oilers. Jirak's on a roll right now. He's on a mission. He's had a big day. His league is starting up on Sunday as well after ours. Um, so he's trying to get that day off, starting with a 1-0 victory. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking the Oilers. Um, I was joking about 21 and a half. Honestly, I do think it could be a little bit more competitive. Um, we talk about Matt Hughes all the time. If there's anyone who could help slow Jirak down and have a good game plan to do so, it would be Matt Hughes. I hope it's going to be a little bit more competitive than we maybe we have predicted, but I'm taking the Oilers in this one, Dan. Yeah, I'm not even going to qualify this pick. It's, you know, not even going to be a, a contest as far as I'm concerned. You got a big blowout? Yeah, it's over three scores, I think. Okay. Let's go to the next game, Kurtz. 9 a.m., Saints versus Panthers. Uh, Deshaun still looking for his first win. Nick Douglas trying to avoid his first loss as a quarterback. Kurt, you played this Panthers team last week. I'm going to start off with you here. Uh, how do you think they match up against the Saints? Um, they match up well. This is going to be another battle in the trenches. You've got Harnish and Amir on the and Steve on the Saints side. You got Jawar Douglas and Rhett, um and Rob Torino for the Panthers. So I know it's cliche to say, but I think whoever wins the matchup of the trenches is going to win this game. The quarterbacks are both. Suspect at times, good at making plays, um, little inconsistent. Douglas has been pretty good. He's gotten away with some stuff that he's been fortunate to get away with. But overall, I'm impressed with how Douglas has played through two weeks as quarterback. His team's come in prepared and ready to go. Um, their defense is good. They have a really good defensive line. Got guys in the secondary ready to make plays with Denoy and Oliva. Um, I, I think they have the edge a little bit in this one. Needs to last week. Um, they moved the ball well, had a couple of touchdowns taken back by penalties, or I think it was penalties for one of them. Another time they got stopped inside the five. Um, they just need to they need to just finish inside the red zone. I think I've been saying that a lot about Deshaun's teams through two seasons. They just gotta convert when they're inside the 10. And I don't think they're outmatched. I just think that Douglas is gonna come in very prepared for this one. Bad. I got to give Douglas love. I haven't the last two weeks. Uh, he's doing all the right things. When we talk about getting your playmakers the ball, he definitely does that with Oliva. Uh, you know, Coe, your bread is buttered. I like seeing that. Uh, he is, like I said, doing all the right things, running when he has to, throwing to his playmakers. I'm going to give uh, the love to, to Douglas this week. I, I like it. And as far as the Saints go, I like that team a lot. Uh, what I need for, uh, from Deshaun is uh, – one voice in the huddle. Be the leader. Uh, you're the voice that has to be heard in the huddle. Control the huddle. Don't dwell on plays uh, on the last play. Move forward to the next play. I, I think you'll be fine if you move forward doing that. 
I also, think, I think, Jaggers. sorry, sorry, TJ. Um, I think if Deshaun is making mistakes, guys, other guys got to keep their heads up, got to support him, get him through the struggles, get him through uh, the bad plays. Because Deshaun is, has been a little inconsistent throwing the football. Um, he has a very strong, talented arm, but sometimes it gets away from him. So I think when he misses an open receiver or makes a mistake, you need to keep on him, make sure he's uh, he feels supported by the team as the quarterback and – um, I think he's capable of leading a team to victories. Um, they just haven't – they haven't played a full a full, a full 40 minutes. Well, my uh, sources lot, tell me that, you know, they have been having trouble in the huddle. Too many voices in the huddle. Too many voices in the huddle. I mean, that, that's something that's I, – listen, I tell my teams, you can talk to me before the huddle, you can talk to me after the huddle, but when we're in the huddle, it's one voice. One guy's got to control, so one guy's got to have, this is what we're doing, this is what we're going to do. Obviously, right. if you need help, you ask for it, but – you got, it's got to be one one voice in the huddle. That's what I'm saying. That's part of the leadership uh, quality. You have to step forward and take that role. You got to be the voice in that huddle. You got to, you know, calm everyone down when everyone's talking or everyone's getting a little out of hand. You got to be the guy. I think if he does that, and it's another step forward, like I said, I think he's a phenomenal talent. You just got to put it together piece by piece. I pick against Douglas every single week on the podcast, no matter he's playing quarterback, playing defensive line, whatever it may be. Um, I'm going to do it again. I'm taking the Saints. <laughs> I'm taking the Saints. Um, I just think – I don't think that Deshaun is going to go defeated again, and I think that this is a possible win on the schedule. Um, week off, hopefully they got back right. I know you said uh, Deshaun might have got a little injured, Kurtz. I hope he's ready to go. Um, I just think that they're, if they're – you know, eventually they got to put it together for a week. I don't really have much to back up my claim here. Like, I don't. The Panthers have definitely been playing better. We talk about doing the right things as a quarterback, and Douglas is – proven this far to, you know, do those things. And we keep talking about things with Deshaun that they need to correct. Whereas with Douglas, we're kind of, we're not really talking about like he has to correct the philosophy and how he's approaching the game. But um, I just think that it, they're, it's got to happen. Eventually they got to get a win. And I think that this is, uh, it's going to be the game. I pick against Douglas every single week. If I picked him, I think he'd lose. So it's probably better off than I'm picking against him, Kurtzman. Yeah, I like that for Douglas. You picking against him? Yeah, um, against him every week. No, nah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Panthers. I think they are already really a, a, a good team, a team that likes each other, good team chemistry. They play well together. Um, and like I said, they have a three-headed monster up front with Douglas Jarwar and Red Crystal on the defensive line. That is something that if the Saints' offensive line does not come ready, that can be a long day for Deshaun and running around. I would expect, hopefully, for Deshaun to get rid of the ball quick, let his guys make plays, use Micah Graham. He is a big physical receiver. I know you need him to play line sometimes, but sometimes you got to split him out wide and let him make, go make a play for you. Um, he's a big-time athlete. I think he could be an X factor in any game he plays. So, But with that being said, I'm taking the Panthers. You're taking the Panthers. Dad. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Panthers. I can understand your line of reasoning about, you know. Uh, they got to eventually get a win. But, but why would you pick this game and the schedule saying, oh, yeah, this is a game that they can win. It's a very tough game. Like off, you said, off a bye week. Yeah, but, yeah, Douglas but, has never won as a quarterback off a bye week. Well, he hasn't lost as a quarterback yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, given the fact that they do have a strong line both oh, ways yeah. and Douglas is playing well, I'll see where you can say, oh, yeah, this is the easy win. If you're going to win, I this is the it's week. the easy win. You said if, it's, if you're going to pick a, a week, this is the week. No, why would you say that? I told Panthers you. Panthers are playing well, just about as well as anybody they, else. They are. I have to pick against I have to pick against Douglas. I pick against him every week. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Panthers. Douglas, you got me this week. 
right. You got it. Kurtz, let's go to the next slate of games here. 10 a.m. slate. Rams versus the Seahawks. Um, big game. Big game here. Two 2-0 teams. Um, two 2-0 teams who've gotten there in very different ways, obviously. Uh, the Seahawks playing in two closer games. The Rams playing in two blowouts. Um, James is pumped for this one. He's been looking forward to this game for a few weeks now. Uh, I was talking to him about it today. He feels confident in his team. He's excited to see how his guys match up. His team definitely feels confident going into this game. They feel like they're one of the better teams in the league and they want to match up against who most people perceive to be the best team in the league. That I'll start with you here. Uh, how are you feeling about this game? Here? I'm, I'm loving the Seahawks team. They, they do a lot of things right. And, and their strength is in their line both ways, offense and defense. Uh, Got to mention Minnesota, uh, the football player with a hockey player's name, Giroux. Uh, and also Coburn, the old headband team. He makes my old headband team. He's been a beast on the line this year. Uh, love watching him play. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Dom, new player. Uh, for me, I don't know if he played in the league before, but this is his first year. Shout out to him. He's been playing well. I really like this team. I think that uh, uh, the quarterback, uh, James. James. <laughs> like I said, I'm, 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 I'm senile. I think James is playing well. I think he's limiting his mistakes, which is great. I want to see him get his ball, get, get, get the ball out to his playmaker, Bryce. Bryce is a phenomenal talent. Great, great uh, a game breaker. Great, great open field uh, uh, play with the ball in his hands. I got to see a lot of that if they're going to succeed this game. On the other side, you got the Rams. Rams are, are the gold standard in the league right now, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, IB is a, a different player when he's got uh, um, Justin on his team. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and tell you how great Justin is because everyone knows he's the league MVP. Uh, the guy's a great two-way player, both sides of the ball. It's going to be a tough matchup for, for a rookie quarterback like James. Uh, I think that they'll hang in there, but I, I think eventually uh, – I think the talent's going to prevail uh, with the Rams. Kurtz. I like the Seahawks team, man. They got yeah. a lot of athletes. I think they can match up athleticism-wise with uh, Kyle Nibs off the edge, rushing IB. It should be an exciting matchup to watch. Um, got Mark Kokoda in the back for the Seahawks. Bryce, like you said. Dean Robentini, very smart player. And Winkop is a fast defensive lineman also. Um I like the way they match up, but the Rams are just a juggernaut right now. Um, IB is on a mission. He looks very, very, very locked into this season. Um, he likes his team a lot. He doesn't think there's a flaw. Um, and I think that he also has an offensive line and also a, a center that he truly trusts. Earl, if you watch this, if you watch the film, Earl gets that snap back to him fast and blocks. And just cares to block, doesn't care to get the ball. Dean Wiatrowski doesn't, doesn't care to get the ball. He'll stay in and block. Billheimer will stay in and block. He's got guys that he trusts in front of him. That's big to a quarterback success and their mental when they're dropping back to throw. And he's got a good receiving core, and they got a really good team. Um, I like the matchups, like, everywhere on the field. I think there's good matchups everywhere, but IB is the X factor, and it's IB versus James at the end of the day. You say James is limiting turnovers. He did that well in week one. Week two, he threw three interceptions, but his defense was good enough to win the game. His defense is good. No, I, I, I got to clear the record. His defense is good enough to win the game. They're going to need a very good defensive output if they're going to be able to. Chris, you're definitely game. talking about week one. You forgot about week yeah, two. I told you. I'm not seeing how old guy. 
What do you mean? He threw three interceptions against Joe Pipsky. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying uh, my dad forgot about in week two. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% he did. Because in week one, James didn't turn the ball over, and he had a good performance. I wanted to um, say I wanted to say that um, – I wanted to mention this. James believes that um, Mark versus Judson is a, like an elite premier matchup. Well, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, that's, so, so, but I, that's what I'm been, looking forward to because yeah, Mark, Mark has been really good, and that's you know that's the best test in the league right there. So yeah, no, Mark has been very good. He's been a reliable target for James when James is throwing the football. Um, I think the I think a big factor in beating the Rams for any team is not allowing them to score on defense or put their offense in a good position from defense. Um, punt and play defense when you have to. Don't give them a short field until you have to. Don't turn the ball over and let them score off of it. Their secondary is lethal with Rougeau and Justin and uh, Devontae Spann and Prem back there. I'd be as well. So they're always looking to be aggressive, make the big play. So if you're going to beat them, you can't turn the ball over. And um, James is a young quarterback in the league. I know he's going to come in prepared because he always is going to be prepared to play in these games. But um, I'm not going to think they're going to lose until they actually do. So I will take the Rams. I'm taking the Rams as well. I'm not picking against them. Let, let's give a little more. I forgot to mention Dean. Dean's been playing outstanding. Don't underestimate them. He's been playing great uh, on both sides, offense and defense. So I want to give a shout out to Dean. Who are you taking in the game? I'm going with the Rams. We're all taking the Rams. We're all on the Rams here. I imagine. Uh, uh, that's going to be a good one. I, ho- I'm, I hope that one's really competitive. I'm happy I'm going to be able to see that one. Uh, Ravens versus Bucks. Other 10 a.m. slate. Uh, News breaking, and notes. Mike breaking news. Breaking playing. news. Breaking news. Zach Sheray has been inserted at quarterback for the Bucks. An automatic electric game. <laughs> Zach Sheray at Why? quarterback because Mikey's not going to be there. But he's going to Florida. Mikey will not be there. Um, Ravens coming in. This seems like a game where you have to win if you're the Ravens now. No, after losing last week, now you're at one and one. You're playing the Bucks without Mikey. This sounds. This seems like an opportunity to pounce on the prey here. No. A hundred percent in an eight game season where every game really matters. This is a game where if you don't win and you're the Ravens, you have to look at yourselves in the mirror and think, eh, we got to figure this shit out. Dad. I thought it was a great game. They played last, uh, last two weeks against the Steelers. That was like an old fashioned rivalry, uh, Steeler Raven rivalry rivalry. Um, I, I, I think that uh, uh, the owner made a mistake. Uh, when he threw that pick across the field, uh, went for a two when I think he really didn't have to. Uh, I, I think there should be a class in this league on, on when to go for two and when not to. Uh, that ultimately cost them the game. They lost by two points. Uh, but I think they're still a good team. They still got, again, championship DNA. They got elite players on their team and Ritter and Liam. Uh, also, like uh, one of the receivers, Anthony, I think he scored last week against the Steelers. Yes, Anthony. Yeah, good player. I yeah. uh, did. I, I gotta start taking notice of uh, the players. Usually, I'm, I'm here and I'm talking about the same players every week. I gotta start taking notice of the new players that are making plays. And if you make those plays, I'm gonna talk about you. I thought he played very well this week. Uh, I, I like the Ravens this week. So uh, that's your pick. I'm going with the Ravens. I can't trust Sheree coming in. Zach, Zach's won at quarterback Zach, in the league before. Uh, he's played in the league before, but uh, I think he got hurt before the playoffs. Yeah, when he was quarterback. Yeah, he played decent. I, I, you know what? I just, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm going with the experience and a, a player who does play quarterback, and I'm going with the Ravens. Kurtz. Um, I'll start with the Bucks. I think that 
they're going to have to win this game on defense. Uh, they've been a very good defensive team so far this season, allowing seven points in week one and just 19 points in week two. So um, I think they're off to a really good start defensively. Good defensive line, a lot of athletic guys with rags. You got uh, Spo, Zach Charay, TJ Angstead, who actually isn't going to be there either. So they'll be playing with eight. Ouch. Um, yeah, so two, two, big, two big losses for the Bucs. I still think they have the athletes to contend in this game. Um, the Ravens should be able to figure out ways to exploit whatever weaknesses the Bucs show on defense because Bucs are going to be a little undermanned. There's going to be guys, more guys playing that don't usually get as much playing time. So I think Leota would be smart to go at guys who maybe he needs to find out if they're actually players or not. And um, guys in the Bucs need to step up and make plays. This league's all about stepping up and making plays. So when guys, big guys on your team are out, the lower level round guys got to make plays, got to step up, got to be effective. Your team's going to win. Um, the Ravens need to figure out to protect Leota. feel like Steelers did a very good job of getting to Leota and making his life a little difficult. Last week, he was very uncomfortable in the pocket, had to run a lot more. I want to see the Ravens and what they do to try to protect Leota and give him a little more time to throw. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah. I think I overreacted a little bit to how good the Ravens were after week one. I still think they're a good team, but I do think that they need to figure out who their best seven is and make sure they're on the field when it matters most. Okay. Um, taking the Ravens as well, all three of us. I don't like no Mikey, no TJ. That just sounds bad for me. Uh, I love Zach at quarterback. I think it's hilarious, but um, it's it's not going to be enough in this one. I, I was talking to Zach about it on, on PlayStation last night. We were talking about him playing quarterback. He has, like, a pretty good mindset for it. Like, I feel like he, he's going into the game, like, with a pretty good, you know, game plan. Thinks he knows what he needs to do to win. He told he said Spo was confident in him playing quarterback. I just think, you know, like, kind of like you said, Dad, the experience of, you know, Leota playing quarterback now, we really think highly of Leota as a quarterback. I just think that's going to be too much in this game right here. I, you I'm know, flipping my pick. Have, what was that? I'm flipping my pick. I'm taking the box. Why? Um, I think that. This is a team that rallies is a resilient group and that re- can rally and they're gonna they're gonna talk shit they're gonna get in their heads and yeah I, I was gonna say I don't I feel like they're missing their emotional leader and Mikey though yes. nah, I think really, Zach you lose two key defensive players and yeah. Mikey and, uh, and I think guys are gonna step up I think Rags gonna have a big day I think Melvin Molina could have a big showing um, listen this, this is a team that had trouble Paul Carter I like night. Paul Carter this week Paul Carter is an X factor this week. That's your X factor of the week. Yeah, I think Paul Carter might have a big game. Big day, Paul Carter. Okay, I'm still taking the Ravens. Ravens. That's I nice. got, I got the Ravens. I like, I like you picking them though. I like you picking the. No, uh, I think the Bucks have a good defense, and we saw what a good defense did to the Ravens. Two better it. defenders away, and then what's happened? Mikey hasn't. Mikey hasn't played a lot of defense this year. Like so, yes, he played the secondary. Mikey has like two tackles on the season. Mikey's a great tackler, so I know he's not playing every snap on defense. Um. I know. I just know from the stats. There's no way he only has two tackles. He's playing most snaps on defense. Is Mikey washed on defense? No. <laughs> Defensive group, and I think that they're going to rally. Right, Bucks late. Zach Shrey, right. game-winning touchdown. All right. I like that. Christmas got the Bucks. We got the Ravens. 11 a.m. slate. Let's go to big-time game right here. Both commissioners sitting at 0-2. and <laughs> You have – Augie, Soaps, and the Jaguars against Kurtzman and the Bad News Bears. Kurtzman, <laughs> uh, season on the line, legacy on the line. Um, you might retire if you lose and miss the playoffs. 
how you feeling going through this game? Retirement never on my mind. Um, been a rough, been a rough season through two weeks. I, I've never, I've never started this bad in my own league before. Are you going to write? Right the league, I play quarterback. Um, lost three straight for the first time in my life, probably. Uh, we need to come out and be aggressive. We need to come out and make plays. Um, we need to try to get up early, not play from behind. We've been from, we've had to come from behind both games. A quick start would be nice. Need more energy. Need to just be overall better as a team. I think the Jaguars probably say the same things about themselves. Um, me, Norris Obes has played very well this year. Uh, all game, Danino haven't really been able to get going. I think that whoever shows up to this game more ready to play is really going to win. And I feel like there could be, there's, well, I think there's more potential each way. I think both these teams are still kind of unstable. And I could, I really, I think there could be a blot either way because it's going to come down to what team shows up and shows energy. Cause you saw it last year, Wyoming showed energy every week. That's why they were so good. We need the Bears need to show up, come up, show energy. I'm calling my team out, honestly. Um, we need to come there and show energy from the moment the game starts, rally to the ball, be aggressive. And if we do that, we'll put ourselves in a good position to win the game. Um, I've actually watched film a lot this week. So How much have you been game planning? I actually, no, I actually have. I definitely have um, it, it, at random times before finals games, stuff like that. So uh, I'm confident in our group. I still think we have a good group of guys. We are, we're going to be, I think we're at full strength this week. So it's our first full strength game, not against IV. So uh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Me versus Augie is always a battle. Me versus Sobes is always a battle. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this game. I'm excited to get back out there and play. It's been a long time since we got out there and not winning in a while is getting to me. Dad. I, I think uh, no one wants to put the nail on the coffin more than Augie does uh, when it comes to Kurtzman. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's tough to believe that the loser of this game is going to be 0-3 in this league. Uh, neither one of these guys really ever experienced that before. Um, do we have any injuries on any side or someone maybe no, uh, maybe he's not playing? Not that I know of. I think my, I think my full team's showing up. I haven't heard anything from their side. So yeah, my, my biggest disappointment this year is, is Soaps. I, I think he's been disinterested. Uh, I don't think he should have lost uh, last week's game uh, against the Bucks. They went into overtime. I mean, I just, I, I, it was an unenthusiastic uh, offense. I, I didn't like what I, what I saw. Uh, I think, uh, Kurtzman's got to go back to, uh, you know, his bread and buddy's got to go back to Danino. Danino's got to come up with a big game. He's got he's to prove it on both sides of the ball, uh, but especially on offense to help Kurtzman out. It's This one's going to be a tough pick. Uh, I, you know, does Kurtzman have the better team? Is, is Sobietsky going to play the way he, you know, like the old Sobs plays? You know, Augie's still a great, great receiver, still a great player, but uh, he needs uh, he needs Sobs to be the old Sobs. This is a tough one. Tough game. Tough game to pick. Uh, like you said, you just can't picture Augie or Christman at 0-3. Sobs at 0-3, but that, that's what you're looking at in this game here. I haven't picked Kurtzman once all season. I guess I'll start with the pick. I'm going to take Kurtzman and the Bears here. I think in desperation mode, he's going to feed the Nino, and I think there's a disconnect between Sobs and Augie right now on the field, whereas Augie hasn't had that game yet with 10 catches, three touchdowns, you know, like that we've seen Augie do in the past, that receiver. So I think Kurtzman's going, like you said, that where his bread is buttered. I think Danino has a huge game here. I think they step up. Kurtzman might be, you said, disinterested. 
I, I agree with the disinterested, like Sobes is disinterested. How much game planning are they doing right now? Is Augie really sitting there game planning? Sobes really sitting there game planning? I think Kurtzman and the Bears might be a little bit more prepared in this game, take it a little bit more seriously. It sucks to say, but um, I am definitely going to go with the Bears here, Kurtz. I'm going to take you for the first time all season. Rumor has it Sobes may be on a short leash. Really? This rumors I've been hearing around town, around the league. Sources. Oh, I hate that. But Augie might come and juice that quarterback. Bear down sources. <laughs> um, honestly, I was I was joking. I I've not heard that from anywhere. But um, no, I'm listen, like you said, the loser, the loser of this game is gonna be 0-3, but I don't think your season's over if you're 0-3. You just have you as a team have a short leash on what how, where your margin for error is very small. Um, I'm obviously taking our guys. I think that um I think my guys are going to show up this week and ball out. Make sure okay. they're big games for me, Jack and Mike. I hope this is yeah. I hope this is a big time Danito and Jack game. I hope this is a, I hope this is a lot of energy in this game. Um, I need to see Meebers Augie is always me and all Meebers Augie is always very physical, very um, emotional. Usually some shit talking. So yeah, I need I need I need a big. We'll see. Game. We'll see who sets the tone. I, what, listen. One of these, te- one of the teams, going to get up early, and they're either going to be talking shit or they're not, and that's going to set the tone for the rest of the game. Um, yeah. Whichever team comes out and sets the tone is going to put themselves in the driver's seat for a big victory. Mm. Right. Tommy, so, who you taking? Yeah, who are you taking? Uh, last three games that Carson played, I picked him. Championship game up in the last two. Yeah. Who did you lose to last week? Douglas, the Panthers. Douglas. Right. I, you know, it, it's tough. I mean, I. <laughs> I believe in both your teams. I I, I don't I, I just think that you might have the edge this week if if Sobes is really disinterested in playing. Uh if he really doesn't care, maybe he's down at the shore. I don't know. Uh I think definitely down might, the might be I think you might be better prepared. So I want to pick you again this week, but it might it might go to 0 and four. Might go to 0 and 4. Now. I hate that all three of us are picking May. All right, so then I'll go with Augie. <laughs> Listen, I think it's a coin flip. Yeah, it's definitely a coin flip. These are two teams that haven't figured it out yet. One of these teams hopefully is going to figure it out. Um, I'm taking you. I'm taking you with with the plan of fully telling you that you stink yeah. if you lose. I, I'm I'm going with him because, like I said, I think he can get on the same page with then you know, his players yeah. and Jack. The, the team is just too good to be Owen two and then pull the Owen three. I got to go with Kurtz. All right, so you're taking Kurtz. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the other 11 o'clock game. Big game, honestly. This is a big game. This might be the game of the week, honestly. Game of the week potential. You're looking at the 2-0 and Bengals versus the 0-2 football team. I'm kind of excited that I can't – I'm kind of excited that I can't watch this game live because then I get, to, I get to go back and watch the film and just relive it for the first time. Yeah, it's good. This is going to be – This is going to be a good game, I think. It's going to be a battle, I think. This is everything yeah. right here. Coach, what are the implications of this game? Both 0-2 football team, 2-0 Bengals. Um, this could really propel the Bengals season, and it could really sink the football team season here. Yeah, um, this is a big test for uh, Garland and the Bengals. They've looked good through two weeks. Um, offense picked it up a little last week. Uh, Garland had a very nice game, got the ball to Alex Cocker and Mark DePalma. We still haven't seen any big games from Mark Cocker or Don Palumbo. So there's still a lot of playmakers on the Bengals that are looking to uh, pop off and get going. I, I, I really like the Bengals team. I think that they protect Garland well. I think Garland has played um, pretty pretty well so far. Um, I think he's only going to get better and continue to improve. He's going he's gonna to stop missing the easy throws. And 
I like where their offense is going defensively. They pull flags well. They communicate well, and they know what they're doing. They play a lot of flag football together. So I think this is a pretty complete Bengals team. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. As for football team, I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked what I saw in film against the Rams. I know they got blown out pretty bad, but they had a lot of successful plays. Um, they Tommy looked pretty decisive, honestly. At times, he had to run for his life a lot. But I think if he gets a full offensive line, a full team there with all of his receivers, I think that they're more well-suited to play against um, this Bengals team. Tommy is going to have to do a lot of running around in the backfield again. They have a strong defensive line in the Bengals. But I need to see the Washington football team's receivers make more plays. Not enough plays from Pauly, not enough targets for Pauly. Um, need more Giuseppe. I want to see Demarcus Price. I want to see Avery Rodriguez, who actually played very well in his first game last week. Shout out to Avery. Um, shout out to Avery. Happy I got him in the league. Um, this is a good game. This is a make or break it for the, uh, this, the, the football team. I think they need to come out and play well. They haven't had any good showings for two weeks. Obviously, Tommy missed week one, so there's an asterisk on that game. But regardless, a lot of those guys have yet to feel a win in the league or even some success offensively and defensively. So um, I'm looking for them to really focus on positive yard gains on offense and flag pulling and communication on defense. Just keep building as a team. Um, Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with this one. Dad, Bengals are a big physical team, and they just got even bigger when uh, their last game they added Joe Dell after serving a one-game suspension. Uh, One of my favorite players in the league. Love seeing him come back. I've seen him catching the ball, rumbling up the field. Uh, I think Garland makes enough plays. I think their defense really carries this team. Strong line on both sides. Like I said, big physical players. Uh, it's going to be tough watching them have their, their, their work cut out for them. Uh, Paulie is one of the best receivers in the league. He's led the league in touchdowns before. Uh, could easily do it again. Uh, and defensively, another great player in the backfield. I need uh, Giuseppe being his uh, Julian Edelman self catching everything underneath and, and yards after the catch. I need Tommy to get the ball to his playmakers. Like I, we preach this. I, I preach this all the time. Get those guys the ball. You'll, you'll, you'll score points. Uh, it might be a little too daunting a task this week. But like I said, with a big physical uh, Bengal team. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with the Bengals. Kind of feel the same way. I picked against Trevor Garland every single time he's played quarterback on the podcast as well. I think Trevor likes when I pick against him. He does. I feel like I'm going to take the Bengals here, though. I am the top president of the Tommy Galante fan club. I might have to step down. I love Tommy. I just – I don't know. Can't be that big. Yeah, can't be – is that what's in my head? I don't I'm know. Calling, I I'm calling out – I'm calling Tommy out this week. Be the offensive player of the year. That You're the reigning yeah. offensive player of the year. Go out there and ball out and get a win. I'm taking the football team. Get it done, Tommy. We need Tommy to get it done, right? Yeah, I need Tommy to step up this week and be a beast. Um I'll take I'll take the football team to piss Trevor off. Ah, let's go. I'll take, I'll take yeah, I'll take a football team. team. Honestly, Garland, honestly, I'm taking football. No team. disrespect to Garland. I really like the Bengals team. I think I just raved about. I think if you just played the clip of me just talking about both teams before you guys both spoke, everyone would be like, "Oh, t- Brand's easily on the uh, easily on the Bengals." But um, I, I I just think I just think that Tommy's going to show up and play. He's he he does rise to the occasion in the regular season. So uh, I'm going to ride with Tommy. I'm going to ride with Tommy this week. I like to see Tommy a big game, too. I mean, last week they ate his lunch. Uh, like you said, reigning offensive player, he's got to come back. He's got to be strong. 
Uh, he's got to step up. I'm with you. I'm on the call out. Let's go, Tommy. Tommy Galante, revenge game. Ah, that's funny. Um, no, I mean, listen, Bengals got a really good team. but Yeah, I like, the, I like the Bengals. Should be, it should be a very good game. I'm expecting um, if both teams show up in full, I'm expecting some shit talking. I'm expecting uh, a lot of offensive fireworks, potentially. I feel like people are going to be watching your game to start, and then everyone's going to turn once you start getting blown out and watching the Bengals versus the ball team. It's going to be. I was just going to say once the once the game uh, once the game is like six six middle the middle of the second half because no one knows what to do. All right, let's go to the last game of the day here. Twelve o'clock, Cowboys against the Steelers. Dan Dexter led Cowboys against the Nick Serhoff led Steelers. Dad, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, I believe last game we called out Serhoff. to play better, to step up and play better, correct? Yes, we did. I don't know what his final stat line was for the Raven game, but I watched that game. He played very well. Yes. Uh, very well. He, he had answered two, the call. Yeah, he, he had two touchdowns dropped on him. That, yeah, that no, no, no. The, the disclaimer, Tommy, the Steelers receivers all came up to me after the game and said, don't watch the film. That was the worst display of catching the football I've right. ever seen out of he, all of them. He put it on his receivers. They didn't come. Yes, that's what. That's what. That's what they all. That's what all the receivers said. They said no. Searle played great. We just let him down. Yeah, but that's like, like I said, that was an old-fashioned rivalry game. And they came out ahead. I love the trash talking during the game. Uh, uh, like I said, good good line play, great flag pulling from Jake Kilwell as always. Uh, I, I, I like the way the Steelers came out and answered the bell on that one. I think they're going to remain strong uh, throughout the season. Uh, liked what I saw early on from the Cowboys. Going toe to toe with uh, with Jirak at before falling off. Um, some good play from the receivers. Some drop passes. Uh, I, I thought Dan played well. I think it's a team that could compete. Uh, but at, in the, at the end, I'm going to go with the experience. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Mm. Kurtzman, what did you um, like? What I want to say. What did you like about the uh, the Cowboys? That what's their path to victory? What you saw last week, building on it in their path to victory this week against the Steelers. I think Dexter looked way more comfortable in the pocket. I think he really trusts his offensive line. Um, I think that with the Bernier brothers there, he trusts his receivers and he knows that they're going to run, like run the routes the way he likes them run. Um, he just looked way more comfortable last week and he runs the ball effectively. He's got a really good hit movement. Um, he's able to make a lot of guys miss in the open field. He's had big touchdown runs each of the first two weeks of the season. Um, in this game, I'm looking to see if the Steelers' defensive line can answer the bell because this is an offensive line with um, Steve Leibowitz, Dan Cardona, and Christian Dexter, who are all three pretty good linemen, honestly. I was on the field for the Oilers against this uh, offensive line. And they're going to be able to go toe-to-toe with Austin and Suroff. Um, I'm excited to see those matchups on the left and right side of the offensive line, both ways. Well, one way for Suroff, but both ways for all the other three. Um, I think that if the offensive line of the Cowboys is able to hold up and give to him some Dexter, some time to throw, Dexter's going to be able to run away from Austin, run away from um, the bigger Suroffs, uh, the bigger defensive linemen. So I want to see the Steelers mix up their defensive coverages, be able to send more than one, more than just the two guys, make life difficult for Dexter, make him think, um, make him overthink, and make him force him into some mistakes. If you allow him to sit back there and throw, um, guys get open and everyone's capable of just making throws to guys that are open for the most part. So um, 
I like the matchups there. I like the matchups on the outside. I think both teams have good athletes on the outsides with Bowen, Drivenak, um, and who else is on that team? Zivanek Carter, is he okay? I, I, I don't know. Zivanek was pumping his fist at Porter last Friday. I got <laughs> to imagine that he's going to be at this one. If he's not, I'll be a little disappointed. Um, I think both teams have good, good, good players on both sides. It's going to be interesting. The trenches are definitely going to decide this one. Um, I want to see an offensive explosion from Suroff, though. Uh, really, uh, we, I was thinking to myself before that I hadn't seen Suroff with a have a day in a while. Wow. So I'm going to call out Suroff for a nice have a day. I'm taking the Cowboys. Really? Yes. Big game for them. That. They can't go to 0-3. That's tough. Yeah. No, they can't go to 0-3. They need a win this week. I think it's a winnable game. I think that they've gotten better each week, and I want to see them improve to week three and hopefully get Dan Dexter's first victory. I'm taking, I'm taking a lot of upsets this week. I think week three is a week where teams that you don't expect to – that haven't played well up to date kind of start to figure it out a little I bit. think by week, a lot of lack of focus this week. Uh, did teams practice? I don't know. Mm, I say no. I say, I say no, they didn't. I say no one practiced. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, I'm taking I'm taking the Steelers in this one, Kurtz. I think Saroff and them, are, they wrote the ship. They're going to be good. Um, it's tough to see the Cowboys go to 0-3, but there's going to be a few teams that fall to 0-3. So, like you said, 0-3 doesn't kill you this 0-3 season. 0-3 doesn't kill you. doesn't no, kill you. I'm it. looking for the Cowboys to continue to improve, but I'm just, I just happen to think that they're playing a really good team this week, and I'm going to take the Steelers. Anything else? Tommy, who'd you take? You took Steelers, Tommy? I took the Steelers. Okay. Yeah, I'm on a lot of upsets this week. I just think that um, a lot of times we're just not, not professionals, so we're just capable. Better teams are capable of just playing worse, while teams that might not be as good either are figuring it out or just play above their heads a little bit. Yeah. So I, I like some. I like I like week three is some upsets. Some teams are coming in. I think teams are going to come in fired up, ready to play. I hope I hope that everyone is ready and, re- and is reminded. Uh, maybe I'm the one. That's like a little in the clouds about the league right now. I'm just like, eh, I haven't seen because I wasn't there. No, because you didn't show up at all. So you haven't seen the league since week one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I need to be reminded when when they don't. You know what it is, Chris. When you know when yeah, when that yeah. when I don't see you play, I forget. Like that's just what it comes down to. No, I feel you. I think that there are a lot of new players and a lot of new quarterbacks in this league, and it just you know it makes you think that you're a step behind the way we usually are. Yeah, agreed. But you know what? You know, as we move further into the season. We'll see the development of these players. We'll see how strong they get. And, and you know, by the end of the season, I'm sure, you know, we're going to be – Bad Downs going to be where it always is, you know. Uh, you know, a great league on top. Agreed. Anything else, Kurtz? Um, no, a lot, of, a lot of good games, mm-hmm. a lot of um, exciting matchups. I think we're going to learn a lot about the league this week. Agreed. Can't wait to see it. I will be there this week. Um, shout out to everyone listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe on any podcast platform you listen on. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We will see you at Rebels Field at 9 a.m. on Sunday. Peace, everybody. Peace.